1: We're coming then to the final episode in our encounter series where we've been looking at moments in the life of Jesus where people encountered him, seeing what we can learn from that encounter and seeking to enter into the experience ourselves that we might encounter Jesus in the same way. I hope you'll agree that it's been a great journey encountering Jesus through these different stories. For our final encounter, I want to look at a moment in the life of Jesus that is different from most of the others. Obviously and rightly, we think about Jesus, the man. It's a miracle that God became man, that God should so identify with us. But we can sometimes, I think, in that, lose sight of the fact that Jesus is none other than the eternal God, the eternal son of God himself. As John put it at the beginning of his story about Jesus, in the beginning was the word, that's Jesus, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And so the reading we had some moments ago pulls back the veil a little bit, to remind us that Jesus isn't just the man, which of course he is, but he is also God himself, the cosmic Jesus, the the Jesus who is bigger and beyond everything. And I want us to glimpse that Jesus this morning, who is all powerful, who is all able and comes to be with us in our homes and wherever we are just now. And it struck me reading the story again of the Transfiguration when Jesus went up the mountain with Peter, James and John and he was transfigured before them. They had this glimpse that Jesus is so much bigger, so much beyond anything that they had ever thought or imagined. That it was getting near to the cross. That as they were about to experience the trauma of the cross, the grace of God gave them this great glimpse of who jesus was it reminded me of something that happened towards the end of the bible one of the disciples john uh, at a time of persecution found himself locked away (laughs) strange these themes keep reappearing don't they locked away on an island where he was held in confinement And there again, the grace of God gave John a vision of Jesus, not just the man, but Jesus in all his heavenly glory. What I'd love you to do is to grab your Bible, get your phone or your tablet, whatever it is uh, uh, that you have, get it open and look with me to the book of Revelation. It's the last book in the Bible. And I just want to read some verses to you. To help us get a glimpse of this cosmic Christ. Of Jesus who always was. Who always will be. Jesus who's the beginning and the end. So Revelation chapter 1 and verse 9. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos... Because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. He was locked away. He was suffering a lockdown. And it says that on the Lord's day I was in the spirit and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. Verse 12. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven, seven the number of heaven, golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, Jesus, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet and with a gold sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like burnished, uh, bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. There in that moment, John has a vision of the glory of Jesus and it says, verse 17, when I saw him, not surprisingly, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, but now look, I am alive for ever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. The grace of God gave John a glimpse of Jesus in all his glory. The grace of God gave Peter, James and John a glimpse of Jesus in all his glory as they anticipated the enduring of the cross and that sense of failure and abandonment and disappointment that they were to face. And that also got me thinking of the way in the Old Testament God also did the same thing. I'm going to read in a few moments from Isaiah chapter 40. Maybe you might begin to turn to it even as I'm speaking. And the people in Isaiah chapter 40 also felt trapped. They were in Babylon and everywhere you looked in Babylon, there were these huge idols to the Babylonian gods. And because they were trapped in Babylon... It was as if the Babylonian gods, small g, were more powerful than their god. Otherwise, they wouldn't be trapped there. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been overrun. Otherwise, their kingdom wouldn't be laying in ruins. And so every day they would see these huge idols of the Babylonian gods. And they'd lost sight of how powerful God himself really is. And so the grace of God gives to them a vision of who he, of who Jesus, if you like, really is. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 40 and we get a glimpse of who Jesus is. Notice in verse 9, the prophet is encouraging the people that this is your God, this is what God looks like. And maybe we think that God seems small at the moment. There are these great powers, the power of the coronavirus, the the power of the economy, the anxiety over all that's going on in the world. And, And where is God? He seems too small. May we have a fresh vision by the grace of God, of the glory of Jesus, of who he really is. This, it says in verse nine, is your God look at verse 6 though a voice says cry out all men are like grass that is the babylonians and their armies and rulers and all their glory is like the flowers of the field in other words god is the lord over human rulers with one breath they are gone people situations and moments that seem so powerful are gone in a moment with the breath of God, with the breath of Jesus. Look with me at verse 12. He is the one who measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, or with the breadth of his hand marked off the heavens. In other words, he's the Lord of creation. He holds creation in his hands just like we would balance something on an old-fashioned weighing scales. Verses 13 and 14, he's the Lord of history. Who has understood the mind of the Lord or instructed him as his counsellor? Verse 15, he's the Lord of the nations. Surely the nations are like a drop in a bucket, clinging to the edge of a, a bucket. But God is so much greater. Verse 16, he's the Lord of all religions. Lebanon was full of trees and wood for fires and altars, but all that wood would never be enough and so on we could go for uh, forward into isaiah chapter 40 the remaining verses about it being lord of all his rivals and competitors being lord of the universe verse 22 being lord of even the cosmic or the astral powers verse 26 and then this great summary verse isaiah 40 verse 25 to whom will you compare me or who is my equal says the holy one in that difficult moment, when worldly powers seemed so great and so powerful, God in His love and grace gave them a vision of who He really is. May we today know the grace of God in our lives as He gives us afresh a vision of who He is. Those early disciples said that we have seen. His grace and truth and beheld his glory. That's our prayer as we come to the end of this Encounter Jesus series. That we would encounter Jesus the man. That we would enter into the stories of the Gospels, but that we would remember that he is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. That he is bigger and beyond, more transcendent than we might ever imagine. That Jesus in whom we put our trust is the one who is above and beyond all things. And so I think perhaps of no better way at the end of this series than to leave you with some words from uh, the book of Hebrews Hebrews chapter one. And it's a a reminder of who Jesus really is. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he's spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom also he made The universe. He was there at the beginning. He made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. This is the Jesus that we know and love. This is the Jesus who invites us each day to meet him, to know him, to encounter him. This is the Jesus that's with you right now, wherever you are. A verse from the Gospel of John, chapter 14. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not let them be afraid.
0: And so we pray for peace. Father, we ask for peace among the races of the world. Father, give us a better understanding of one another and show us ways to build unity between ourselves. May our hearts be changed. Remove all prejudice towards those who are different from us. Within our community, Lord, we ask for those struggling with their mental health, for young people and the uncertainty of the future, whether they should go to university or college, what their job prospects are for the future. We pray for those struggling with the insecurity of employment. Father, you understand there were days when you did not know where you would lay your head. Thank you, Father, that you are present and you are with us. Help our focus, Lord, to be upon you. Lord, we pray for Ipswich Borough Council and Suffolk County Council. We pray for wisdom for those planning for our locality, for our town. And we ask, Lord, you would guide them and help them for businesses that are reopening, for plans for the future. We finally pray for those struggling with loneliness missing one another, the lack of human touch. Father, we ask that you would draw close to us. You promise that as we draw close to you, you will draw close to us. We pray for those struggling where tempers are fraying at home and the frustrations of working environments and caring for children. Lord, we thank you that you are the God of peace. And we trust you, Lord, that you will guide us. Each day as it comes, Lord. And so we say the grace together. May the the grace grace of our our Lord Jesus Jesus Christ Christ, and and the the love of God and the the fellowship fellowship of the the Holy Holy Spirit Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.